to the Piney Pastors Podcast, the elders meeting after show where we hang out to discuss theology and issues relevant to covenant members at Piney Ridge Church in Winsville, Missouri. It's like a Bible study, covenant members gathering, elders hangout, and talk show all wrapped up into one. And it's all about making disciples of Jesus Christ. So grab another cup of coffee and let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Piney Pastors Podcast. My name is Nathan Smith. I'm one of the pastors at, for, in, with, of Piney Ridge Church. Here on my left is... With a good quality microphone. Mm-hmm. Steve Hopp. Listen to that crisp isn't sound. That, isn't that wonderful quality? And across from Steve with a terrible quality microphone... And the excruciating voice, <coughs> Jason Myers. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Uh, we are <clears throat> happy to have actually gotten together today yeah, for yeah. our elders meeting. We have, I think we have met at least a couple of us every week, but because of vacations and different things. We've I think we were all here two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. And then Steve abandoned us yeah. last week to then you're some gonna us next shenanigans. Week. What were you doing, Steve? Why don't you tell the world we what, took you, our what was so worthwhile doing that you missed <laughs> the elders meeting for it? We took our two 13-year-old grandsons to Mackinac Island mm-hmm. and spent a wonderful four days with them. Yeah. Five days. Spent a wonderful five days with them. So that's... Uh, they both recently turned. They both. It's, we're making that a tradition because our grandkids have shown up in the world in pairs. Mm-hmm. So when they turn thirteen, we are taking them on a trip by themselves. Not and twins, but pairs. No <laughs> twins. Cousins. Yes, pairs of cousins. So now we are off for two years, and then we'll take another pair. Mm-hmm. But we, yeah, we've taken two pairs so far. Got two pairs to go. Yeah, that's really cool. Lord willing. I was telling somebody about that, and they loved it. Yeah. That was a great idea. Well, yeah. I tell you what, when you are, whether your parents or grandparents, any time that you can get kids off by themselves or just in a couple of them at a time, it's it's time well spent. Yeah. And we had some really good spiritual conversations. Mm-hmm. Had some unspiritual ones, too. <laughs> or at least not so overtly spiritual. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, did you have any conversations about sports? Ooh, why do you we ask? We did, yes. <laughs> we did, because I have a grandson who is uh, a big baseball fan, so he and I get along really well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, interestingly enough, we're going to be talking about sports today. All right. Hey, oh, how transition. smooth was that? Um, you think that I planned that out. But I didn't. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about sports. And um, on our notes here, I titled this podcast, Why Sports Are of the Devil. <laughs> However, <laughs> that, is not, that is not actually the focus. Um, but <clears throat> sports, whether... Um, I don't think there's any person in the United States, probably, who is not affected in some way by sports um 
that especially have, depending on how you define sports like what yeah. what is included in the sport yeah. but yeah yeah um but you know there are a lot of sports fans um even if you're not a fan you probably have family members who are fans and so even if you're at a family get together uh, you may have no interest in sports, but there's a good chance that somebody in the family is going to be in a room somewhere watching some kind of game. And so it's going to affect your life in one way or another. And a lot of people are fans of uh, different sports or all sports, maybe. And um, I think a lot of people, even if they're like in in my home growing up, we didn't well, we didn't have a TV a lot of the time, but we did get a TV when the Olympics came around. We hmm. borrowed or were given one and we watched Olympics. So even though sports was not a major part of our lives normally, we still, when when it was time for the Olympics, they became a big part of our lives. Mm-hmm. And um, so, uh, you know, there's fans and then there are people who play sports recreationally um, there are a lot of kids leagues and different things. So it's just, um, a big part of our lives as American citizens. And the same is, is true for us as Christians living in this country that sports are for most people going to be a big part of their lives. And, um, so we just wanted to talk about, because that's, that's true for most people or, or many people, at least <clears throat> we want to talk about, um, some of the pros and cons of sports and how they can be a blessing, how they can be a detriment. And, um, so and hopefully how to engage in them. Well, yeah, with hopefully yeah. we'll see though where this conversation goes. Um, but from a, uh, well, let's just, I kind of gave my, a little bit of my history with sports. Um, I know I've mentioned a number of times in sermons and different things, um, usually in regards to baseball, just because so many people are Cardinals fans around here or or a couple of Cubs fans as, as well. Blue I just like to act like I hate sports, but I actually don't hate sports. And Blues fans. I played, yeah. yeah. Um, so I've made comments at different times, but I don't actually hate sports. I don't think sports you did play are sports. of the devil, Some and I did. Track I and did. football, right? did a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm not anti-sport. Uh, it was not a major part of my life growing up. So you don't really um, think that all sports are of the devil? No, I okay. don't. I don't. But quickly, how about for you guys? Steve, what's your well, I think background with sports? I think we would be a hierarchy here in our eldership that I'm the big sports fan. Jason's knowledgeable. He is wearing a Cardinal shirt right now. I actually am. And Nathan wants to know if the Blues will win the World Series this year. (laughs) And if you don't get that joke, (laughs) then (laughs) you and Nathan are two peas in a pod. (laughs) We, um, you know, my dad was not an athletic man, but he was an athletic fan. And, um, And so that's how he and I communicated that's that's what we had in common Uh, and so I developed my love of sports because my dad loved sports and and I wanted to be like him I guess and so uh, that's how I came up came upon it I like my dad am not 
the most athletic person in the world. Good hand-eye coordination, not one quick twitch muscle in my body. <laughs> so, um, so you know, uh, the participating just for for fun. Yes, I'm there. But um, in but terms those of who being, can't do teach. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was a coach for 17 years, high school volleyball. Uh, and I coached high school volleyball because I, I think it's a great sport, but just because I love sports and I loved being actu- active. And, and didn't you and also it, um, announce? Mm. Yeah, I did a little bit of uh, radio. He's in a voice. In a small town. But <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, with that came... Uh, what I would call an idolatry of sports eventually. And I know we'll get into that a little bit, but I, uh, I spent and sometimes can still tend to spend too much time reading about, thinking about, talking about uh, sports to the detriment of my, uh, my spiritual life. And so that's something that I have to be very cognizant of, mindful of, and uh, but yes, I am, I am a big sports nut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with baseball being your baseball is my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jason. Yes. Well, um, so I, I have six brothers, and we all were always being told to go outside, and so we <laughs> played a lot of sports, uh, pickup games of, of fit football, of uh, wiffle ball, kickball. Um, um, we played volleyball, tennis, golf, bowling, but uh, most of us, and basketball, but most of us, we played on teams were playing baseball, yeah. So I played baseball, I think, from like with one or two years. I I think it was just one year off. I played baseball from like eight to 17, and I enjoyed it. I wasn't great, but I had fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked being on a team, liked the sports. Uh, my, I had an uncle, and then my dad also uh, coached quite a bit so yeah it was fun uh i i never i actually like playing sports more than i do watching them yeah um and um so i i've been over the past you know several years it's been easier for me to to uh watch um sports especially cardinals and i i do i can watch um i'd rather be at the game watching the cardinals yeah but Mm. uh football i'd rather watch on tv actually Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Except for I, I, I have been to a couple of Mizzou games. I like college football games. Yeah, just the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. But so not all sports am I like uh, I, I love, but I do enjoy playing competitive sports. Well, when I say competitive, I mean slightly competitive, mm-hmm. not like where people are. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you clarified because yeah. I, I thought you were saying the reason you don't like watching sports is because you know that you're better than all those professional well, that, athletes. Well, that, of you course. I can, I, why am I not playing Why right did now? they make that play? Yeah. I, w- I would have done differently, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah, that's – that uh, – I wanted to kind of start there because I, I don't know what uh, people's view of pastors is, but some might think that – as uh that they're all uh, like you ju- yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically that uh pastors um because we spend all our time reading the bible that we probably our don't heads in the book we don't have time we for don't sports. uh yeah ever engage in such frivolous things as sports yeah. but that is not true um but we as steve was kind of 
beginning to say we do recognize that there are dangers um, in regards to sports and uh, that's really one of the reasons we want to talk about this um, because there are dangers and we want to talk about those but also because um, there are ways of enjoying sports that um, can be God glorifying mm-hmm. um, and so let's uh, I, well and and it's important to talk about because I think a lot of people um, kind of just go, a lot of Christians just go with the what the cultural uh, drift is when it comes to sports as far as amount of time spent, um, whether with their kids or just watching sports or whatever. So, um, Steve, for you, just as a fan, because <clears throat> you're not a professional athlete, no. but as a fan, um First of all, and even we'll talk in a bit about our our kids and how to navigate kids in sports, mm-hmm. which you've had some experience oh, with. Oh, yes. Um, but as a fan, what are some of the um, the good aspects that you see of um, being a fan of, of sports and following following different sports, Things that you ways that you can actually glorify God through that? Well, I think... Um that's a that's a if good. Remember, any. I told you not to ask me a question. That <laughs> Maybe I, I should have said, if any. Yeah, um, I know that you could probably list off some of the negatives. Well, I think you already mentioned one positive of um, there is. It can be a a connection to in relationship with other people, like uh, friends, family, like your dad being able to have conversation yeah. with him. There can be a camaraderie around sports um, um, and just talking about them and having some kind of point of connection. Yeah. I think that um, when you're when you're rooting for a team, um, I, th- I think if you are, will always, or actually with with anything that you love in this world, um, I, we were talking about this. We were talking about possible podcasts. We may do one in the future on politics. Mm-hmm. I think if we we always keep in mind that we are not of this world, that our citizenship lies in a better country. I, it's going to mm-hmm. be in, that's somewhere in Hebrews, mm-hmm. I think, right? We're preach preaching through that, right? Um, I, I joke, but um, not that it's in Hebrews, <laughs> but that I don't know that. I think that keeping that all in mind and keeping it, as a priority in your mind can help you then enjoy what you're watching or, or keeping up with. Uh, and, and actually that's what I do. I don't really watch as much as I just kind of keep tabs on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's just an enjoyable way. I think that that recreation time, just uh, somebody shared uh, an article recently about take time to be unproductive right Mm -hmm. i think there are times that we just need to rest our brains and and i for me that's a very relaxing thing to Mm do um the danger is when it becomes an obsession yeah when it becomes an overriding passion in your life and and so in one way i think it, it can be god glorifying when we are aware of that and we take steps to not let it become uh, our number one passion in our lives. You know mm-hmm. that our number one ambition remains 
to uh, to follow Christ, to uh, advance His kingdom, uh, to be obedient, have the obedience of faith to Him, and to bring our lives under into subjection to Him. If we keep that as our number one ambition, and we and we make sure that sports or whatever else in our lives is a passion, uh, we keep that in subjection to that we keep that underneath we keep that we prioritize oh yeah. prioritize very good mm-hmm. these guys know when to suggest a word for me that <laughs> i'm i'm looking for so i think that it can be helpful to have those kind of passions if we are cognizant that we need to rein those in and keep mm-hmm. them second and third or fourth down in our priority list under our our uh, pursuit of God mm-hmm. and taking care of our families, yeah, and, and those kind of things, and and don't let love of sports to become more important than those mm-hmm. things. And I, and I think that um, even watching it, I, I remember um, uh, Dr. John Piper uh, was talking about how he really enjoys watching basketball. Who? Uh, <laughs> JP. Oh. Um, and said that there's something he see, he sees as um, resembling what the church is supposed to be when uh, the basketball team is operating. It's like each part is working properly. It builds itself up so mm-hmm. that it can for the for the right goal. And there's something beautiful mm-hmm. about what we see of of God in uh, uh, when when we take chaos and we make bring harmony. So I think there can be something beautiful, and even we can connect it to why do we delight in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how God made us because that's who God is. We're image bearers of Him, and so when we see something of His image in creation or in the world, and when His image bearers show forth something of that harmony and that unity, it's something beautiful, and I think it's something to um, to en- that we should enjoy, be able to enjoy. And then even just the individual sports, like whether the Olympics, especially, um, but even just watching, <coughs> you know, a baseball player be able to. Um, improve and grow. Um, mm-hmm. Watching Paul DeYoung be able to get back and uh, he hit two, you know, five home runs or something in, in five days or oh yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, Nathan's like with it. So doing that, going, you see, hey, yes, you're rooting for them. You want them to do well. Um, or uh, watching somebody in the Olympics just do some amazing feat. Um, reading the statistics of of sports players and how they did something that no one else on the planet has done or able to do. Mm-hmm. And there's something really, um, like you can take it and go to the point of um, idolizing humanity and look what humans can do. Or you can see it as an, a, a way of worshiping God, of saying, this is really incredible that God has given us this ability uh, and um, that certain people couldn't, you know, I, you put me at the plate of a major league baseball game and I'm going to strike out every time. Um, you're not even see the ball. No, just you're like <laughs> what happened. But you have people that, that one, last one sounded low. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but there are other people who can do just really amazing things, and mm-hmm. God has given them that gift. Yeah. And um, so I, I think it's really it can be a way of seeing something of the beauty of God in yeah. creation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For for me, and I did participate, and, and like I said, I coached for many many years. Participating even brings that more to bear on you know i think as a fan you're seeing those things vicariously but right. as when you're able to participate as part of a team or and we can talk about individual sports in a minute but to participate as part of a team um 
is a lot like being a part of the body of Christ if you're doing it correctly because if you're going to be correctly be participating on a team then you're going to see the the needs and goals of the whole as more important than your own desires mm-hmm. as sometimes you have to sacrifice yourself mm-hmm. and what you were wanting to do in order for the team to be better and encourage and build up the team the, the other players so that they can all we can all achieve what we have been called to exactly and so i think i think you you get all of those things you were talking about jason even more richly when when you're participating but even in 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 individual sports like track and field for example um i think even the idea of bringing chaos into order for me sometimes my body whole body feels like (laughs) chaos you know yeah and and uh, just even something as simple and now as a, a senior citizen as walking mm-hmm. uh, four miles or something um, and begin to feel my body um, begin to be more under control and be able to feel my body in better shape, uh, it, it inspires me. Well, there are a lot of things we could say about that because our, our body, souls, and spirits are interconnected. So when mm-hmm. my body's feeling better, you know, my mind, I'm going to just feel better and i'm i'm probably going to pursue god be able to pursue god better Mm -hmm. but just bringing all that under control and feeling like um i've brought order to just this body of mine uh it it can be uplifting and spiritually uh, enriching yeah and there's the a reason why i think um the apostle paul often uses the analogy of sports I, maybe not often is the right word, but he he has used it, did use it in scripture to talk about um, self-discipline and competing for a race in order to win the prize. There are um, there's an analogy there that we go, yeah, that that's often what it should be. So uh, even that competitive nature in the end is against the brokenness of this fallen world mm-hmm. and against our own sinfulness. And um, so that can be pictured, mirrored in some way in sports. And yeah. one other advantage is to sports if you become a pastor. It gives you lots of fertile ground for yes. illustration. Yes, right there. Well, like you said, Paul used them, so yep. it's, it's legit. Yeah, and I think that, um, Jason, you said something about <coughs> the um, opportunities just to connect, you know, have something to talk about. And I will say that as a non-sports fan but that's actually i've recognized that as an obstacle at times like in um connecting with neighbors um who are you know they're eager to talk about sports it's for a lot of people that's an easy connecting point and then um being unable to engage in that conversation at times it really has kind of been an obstacle of like oh you're not a cardinals fan okay and some people it's just like because it's such a big deal for them they don't know how to relate to somebody (laughs) who's not a cardinals fan yeah um and so uh, yeah it can be something that you can use as a just a relational not an insurmountable obstacle but for some people it almost (laughs) it can feel it can feel like it right (laughs) right right. um probably not as much as if i said i was a cubs fan or something but (laughs) but um yeah, it, it can be uh, an avenue to build relationships and ultimately um, be able to share the gospel. Um, maybe let's talk about for kids. Let's talk about let's talk about all the good things first before we get into. You're thinking <clears throat> now in terms of being parents and how we should yeah. raise mm-hmm. our kids. Yeah, okay. what are some reasons that 
parents um, do um, w- would want their kids to be in sports. Maybe not the reasons that they do, but some of the good reasons. Yeah. Because uh, there's there's a mixed bag of of motivations there, I think. But um, what are some potential mainly, goods that parents could be seeking for their kids in having them in- engaged in sports? I think mainly it's because parents are wanting to find ways where they can spend their money. Oh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> got just, too much money. That's right. How do I get rid of it? That's, I think that's the sports. main reason. Yeah. Yeah. No, I... Uh, was that sarcasm? Jason? <laughs> it was biting of the flesh. Yeah. I, uh, I, I do think that um, there, are, there are kids who really benefit from the social interaction of being on a team and learning to play not just by yourself but with a team or if they're doing an individual sport, learning to do things that are hard and to teach them discipline, teach them. Um, and even along the way, you can teach them about, uh, as you were saying earlier, Steve, not to obsess over this or that. What's more important? I tell my kids that whether, they, whether they've done um, baseball or basketball or karate or volleyball, listen, what matters most is not whether or not you win or everybody else thinks you're a great player, but have you honored God and loved people? Mm-hmm. Like in that, you get an instance very mm-hmm. easily in sports to check your attitude, your heart. Where is it at? Yeah. So it brings that up. Uh, I've had hundreds of conversations with my kids uh, because of their playing sports about um, their own heart and what matters and why are you reacting this way? Why do you think this? What do you think is more important here? Um, so yeah, I think that can help teach prioritization or it gives you opportunities anyway to talk about it. Yeah. It's good. What other reasons might... Well, I think some of the things that we have already talked about, reasons that's, that sports, participation in sports can be uh, God-glorifying and exalting, uh, we want our kids to experience those things. I think that the important thing as parents is to have conversations with our kids about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to... Um, we need to let the game, ex- you know, our conversations with our kids after the game doesn't mean why did you throw to that base or why, <laughs> why did, didn't you? Why did you swing at that three yeah. zero pitch or or so on? But rather, it should be things that happen in the game and, and how they can uh, apply to their lives and especially their spiritual lives. I, I think of um, you know Sandy and I now go and watch our grandkids play. And, and I'm thinking about my one grandson who um, isn't the best baseball player and was uh, stuck out into right field in one of their games. And it can be very boring yeah. in, a, in a league where not too many balls are hit out of the <laughs> infield to, yeah. to play the outfield. And yet um, here was a play where there was a throw, the ball hit to the third baseman, and he threw wildly to the second baseman. And, and there was our grandson backing up the play where he could have just been out there daydreaming or whatever or like well they they don't want me to play where the action is so i'm just gonna not it's do the fight anything. selfishness that he point. was yeah. exactly uh he selflessly was working to back up throws to first and second and he happened to be in the right place at the right time to keep that ball from uh from that bad throw from mm-hmm. rolling into something that was worse so i think then to have the opportunity to talk to him about that after the game and and uh, apply it for him, help him to apply it, yeah, you know, is an opportunity for for more growth for him, and um, you know, you know, to talk to your kids after when maybe they were called out on strikes on a bad pitch, 
and uh, you're able to say, hey, you know, that regard, you can talk about authority and talk about submission mm-hmm. to authority, mm-hmm. and you can yeah. talk about the fact that things are going to happen in life that aren't fair, and uh, yet God is sovereign over all those things, and we can trust him to work those out for our good. And a lot of things, a lot of things that you mm-hmm. can just from that one thing when your your kid is called out on strikes on a bad pitch. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and so... I think it's important for parents, just to sum all that up, to have conversations with your kids about what went on in the game, but not about how they played, but how they can apply those yeah. things in their yeah, lives they're, they're and learn heart. from them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. good. Yeah, and I know um, <clears throat> a number of Christian parents, um, even covenant members at Piney Ridge, that they really see that. <clears throat> the, their involvement of kids in sports as a, an opportunity, a missional opportunity, mm-hmm. an opportunity yeah. to get to know people that they probably wouldn't meet otherwise, mm-hmm. an opportunity maybe to connect with some of their neighbors and be like, hey, can we, you want to play on the same team together, <clears throat> get to know them better um, with the hopes of sharing the gospel. It's an easy way for parents to connect with, uh, you know, kids to connect with kids, parents to connect with parents, right. believers and not going to be spending a lot yeah. of time together, so yeah. let's have some conversations. Um, so... Yeah, any other, um, I mean, I, I think that a potential good that parents hope, some parents hope for, for their kids being in sports is uh, college scholarships, mm-hmm. um, and that's not necessarily a bad motivation. No. Um, and some may have higher hopes than even college. Right. Um, and we can talk about why that might not be... Um, a great motivation <laughs> yeah just because it's not likely but um any other potential goods from involvement of kids in sports that you think are worth mentioning before we start talking about any negatives well i mentioned it again and just in terms of our own participation so the same thing applies to our kids that, that kids need to be involved in some kind of physical activity just to for their bodies to be healthy mm-hmm Right, and sitting mm-hmm. sitting inside and playing video games or watching TV all day long, go outside and practice and learn to do something and, and uh, fight against the uh, the laziness or apathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's good.